But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. You know who this is? I feel like I've heard it, but I couldn't tell you. What? This is a classic. It's like this topic's about to be a classic. I sense it right now. A WXUT after further review classic. But who does this instrumental? Or who's this song? And look you don't that. play this at the games? This I don't. But I mean, I've, I have a feeling I've heard this. David? I literally just knocked my headphones out. So I just that hole open. So I'm oh. getting ready to plug it in now. Hold on. Well, it's Hall and Oaks. Whoa, whoa, here. She's a. Okay, okay, now I now I. What is okay, it? What is I've 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 now I've now that you kind of mentioned it, I've heard it. You told me the artist. I, What's I, the, the name song, of the song? The song I don't know, but I I know I know what I kind of. Now I know I know what you're talking about, David. Uh, Paula knows. Maneater. Yes, thank you. Yes, I thought you were going to be called horse beater <laughs> or meat beater. Okay. Or nice. meat eater. As uh, we got that hauling, we got a hauling oats here on this segment. As we got about a good half hour before at the top of the hour, we got Rocket Women's Basketball. We're going to talk a little bit about the association, the league, the NBA, aka David the Man of God Harris. Saying that, how's I think tonight? No, nah, not tonight. It's soon he'll be breaking Kareem Abdul Jabbar's all time scoring record. How does it affect LeBron's legacy? David, go ahead. Yeah, so by, by the time next Saturday's or next time we have the show after this airs, LeBron James would have most likely, unless he gets injured, which given his history and longevity and Way that he takes care and trains his body, stuff that he's going to get injured. I, you know, I'm betting God's favorite. I think he's going to do it home against Milwaukee. Get that Milwaukee's best. Yeah, get them go up against Giannis. Milwaukee, one of those old school franchises where a lot of history does it at home. I don't think you know think he wanted it. it home against Oklahoma City. It, be, it wouldn't it be interesting that he does it over there in Milwaukee and that's where Kareem, as he was known before at Luel Cinder started his career. Hmm. Well it would be home. It's a home game against Milwaukee. Oh a home game. Well still against his old it's at home against, Milwaukee. against at home for the Lakers where Kareem ended his career playing against the team where he started his career. Yeah that that's as I was looking at kind of as he got close to the record, that was in my thinking, like boom, poetic. And I don't, I don't think he's going to need 33 points and need to score 33 points in that game. Cause that's, that's better than anything Hollywood could script up. 
So, yeah, I fully expect him to get the record. And the conversation throughout this week or even past couple weeks as he's gotten closer and closer to this record is, does this mean he's the greatest basketball player of all time? Does this cement his legacy as the GOAT? Everyone, you know, it's Jordan or LeBron, Jordan or LeBron. Jordan's got the six, but LeBron's got all the records. <clears throat> and honestly, I think as it's been for, you know, since this debate has started, it's a generational thing. For those that are younger, you know, who have come up, have only known LeBron, they're going to see and view him as the GOAT. They're going to, like, say, here, here are all the numbers that don't lie. He has the scoring record. He's top five in assists record. Like, all of the statistical categories that LeBron James has topped in, even though he only has one scoring title, which people can do with that as they please. But for me, I I still don't think he's the greatest basketball player of all time, and I still think that goes to Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Mm-hmm. Just for what he did on the court, but also transcending the game, and knowing if, if we're going to talk about stats, and this is something that, that I've been thinking about looking at, I think one graphic, Kareem only shot at 19 three-pointers in his career. He made one. It's a different game. He's a big man. All of his were twos and free throws. LeBron has had the luxury of playing in an era where there's this shot that's worth three points. And LeBron has taken a lot of them. So even in kind of in that 65,000 plus points, you know, if, if, if people are going to nitpick about you know, greatest score of all time. If if Kareem was playing right now, and this is a conversation that old heads like to have, you know, if he was playing with this era of basketball, where he could step out and stretch the floor, players like Joel Embiid wouldn't be talking trash about saying, you know, oh, this is an old, you know, this is an old man's game to guys like Hakeem Olajuwon. Like, they're utilizing the game that is before them. And so for me, like, LeBron is still going to be on that Mount Rushmore, yes, because of the records and the accolades. But I I can't give him the GOAT. I, I, I just can't. Now, again, maybe it's age, maybe kind of watching, you know, prime Jordan at a young age and then seeing the evolution of the game that allowed for the guys like LeBron to really carry the league. And then also the longevity. Mm -hmm. If you're going to play for 20 seasons, you're going to be statistically in these upper echelons. And that's, again, a part of the era where, you know, since LeBron got into the league, I mean, it's not just Gatorade. There's Gatorade Prime. There's all the performance stuff. Again, LeBron taking care of his body from that health standpoint. Like, there's all of these other factors that are a part of basketball now that weren't a part of basketball, even for Jordan during his prime, at least not to the level that we see it now with some of the players that are coming into the league. So I I, I think it's still going to be one of these conversations that are going to be in coffee shops, that are going to fill up talk shows, 
because it's still a legitimate question. Is Le- has LeBron supplanted for many people the greatest player that basketball player that they've ever seen, which is Michael Jordan? Mm-hmm. And for me, not yet. Mm. What well, what would he well David what would he have to do to uh replace Jordan? I just want to hear what you got to say about that. I I honestly don't know because he he will have all the records. He will have all the stuff and the stats. I mean, how many more titles can he win? Being the guy on the team, I I don't know. Is it one? Is it two? Is it getting you know top two in the assist record? On the all-time assist record, obviously because of his longevity, he has games played. He's probably going to, you know, blow that out the water. Minutes played, like all these, all these signs of longevity. I just, I, yeah, I honestly don't know what he can do to supplant and be number one for me. Nothing. I don't. I don't think it's nothing that he can do. You're looking at the stats and everything like that, and it's true. I mean. He's had longevity. He's played in the league since he was 18. I, I commend him for keeping his body healthy, especially he had back issues, you know, about 10 years ago, and, he, and, and that hasn't happened. But just because you accumulate a lot of stats, what's their eye poppy? I don't really would ever consider him the, the greatest of all time. You know, I just there's certain things that I kind of feel that he could have elevated. No, he, I know he played with some trash teams in Cleveland. He elevated them. But I think the thing that to me is just it's not always about stats. And sometimes it's about intangibles. And I do give LeBron credit. You know, he's had a lot of pressure to deal with considering that when he first came out of high school, they were already saying he was the great one. He hasn't had any off-the-court stuff going on and stuff like that. Um, But for me – and, I mean, you know, eventually, you know, this is going to happen. The longer you play and you play at a really high level, you're going to break some records. I mean, Jordan took a couple years off, came back. I think if he wouldn't have taken those couple years off, maybe he'd be a little higher up on the scoring list. Um, you know, LeBron, I think, is third all-time in assists now. He beat out, I know, Nash and Mark Jackson at Madison Square Garden the other night. But I think... Yeah, and he's pushing up Chris Paul. Right. Well, yeah, and he's an active player, too. Um... I think, though, the thing that sums it up for me, just for me, is that when the greats faced adversity, they really turned their game up a notch. And the one thing, and it happened last week, was when LeBron got fouled and he made a big deal out of it. Oh, Lord. And they still had an overtime to play to pull the game out, and you can tell it just took him out of the game. And to me, the great ones would have been like, okay, you missed the call. We all know you got fouled. We all saw saw it. It Yes. And he should have just said, you know what? We got fouled. We're still, you know, at least it's not, the game is not over. We got an overtime. I'm going to uplift you guys. We're going to take this home. And I think there's been several instances where LeBron has had bad body language, and when stuff doesn't go his way, he ultimately complains and takes his way out of the game. I do think it cost him a final series 
I think he should have five championship rings. And here's why. Um, the year after they won in 2016, obviously in 2017, they played um, Golden State. State in that game one where, what was it 17 or 18? I think it was, well, it was 20, it was 20, I think it was 2018 where J.R. Smith mm-hmm. decided to have his finest moment sponsored mm-hmm. by Hennessy. Right. But they still had an opportunity to win the game, and he just let that little meltdown melt him down. They ended up losing the game. Now, the bad part about it was LeBron took him out of his, himself out of the series because he ended up punching the whiteboard and broke his hand in that series, and he didn't really play good ever since then. <clears throat> and that's the one thing I've had against LeBron is that LeBron doesn't take adversity very well. And when you notice with the great ones, they raise their level of play when it comes to adversity. And it just always seems like LeBron that. And I, and I was on the borderline saying, okay, if he scores the record, eh, could I give him a tearing past Jordan? But after what happened last week with that whole foul call, nah. I still think Jordan's the greatest. I think Kobe's second, and then he comes in third. Even though he's got all the points and all the assists, and he has a few championships. I just never saw it where he elevated others. He elevated himself. And I think some of his dominant play by himself raised his teams. And you could say, well, yeah, you have some bad teams. Yeah. But it, I never thought, and I thought about this after the while, that has LeBron ever elevated teammates to get the most potential out of them. Elevated his teammates to get the most out of them. Hmm. He's always had to go to teams where they're stacked. Now, the 2007 Cavs. Yeah, who, he had was Booby ba- Gibson but, as his point but, guard. But did he really elevate their game or was it that it was all LeBron that LeBron elevated himself to the almost the 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 the, the highest of the highs because he was a young dude back then and he carried the team but did he ever get it to the point where he elevated his teammates to his level to really compete and you saw that out of Kobe and you saw that out of Jordan. I don't ever think you see that out of LeBron. And if, I think that's the problem I have. If he elevated them, it wasn't by much. I mean, he was a, he the level that LeBron was at in that 2007 himself five, was all way way yeah, out the he was, he was on light a years. Di- he was on a different planet than anybody else on that roster. Right, light years. But when he's faced adversity and it has happened what does he do? He goes and changes teams. He tries to find these super teammates. Where have you ever seen LeBron? Remember when he first got to the Lakers? The Lakers were pretty bad. I need pieces. I need these trades. Blah blah blah. blah. Okay, you get the trades and everything, and, and and you get Anthony Davis. You win the championship in 2020. But what has happened since then? Guys have been out hurt. Has he ever gotten to the point where he elevated? And I don't mean he has to win a championship. I just want to see it where you're not trying to trade Lonzo Ball and all the youth movement to settle in on Anthony Davis or whatever. And then after a year, after you get the championship, you're you're playing 500 basketball or barely getting in the playoffs or playing in the playoff game, the playing game for the playoffs. 
even this year? What has he has he elevated his teammates this year? Mm-hmm. Not if he has, it hasn't been by much. But he's been complaining about calls though. Yeah, that would have been a moment right there where okay, we're playing in Boston. I got fouled, and next thing you know, LeBron says, "Hey, we're gonna get this. We're gonna get this. I'm gonna <laughs> elevate my play, and then if you're open, I'm gonna pass you the ball, and you're gonna make these shots." You I, just, you, Derek, you just hit on something. I where where is the LeBron that's like that I saw in the twenty the twenty twelve finals the twenty thirteen finals <coughs> excuse me the twenty sixteen finals even where he's like like you give me the GD ball I'll get you this win Just he has me. confidence when he's the front runner. Yeah, but when he's facing adversity, because the Celtics are a really good team, and he, they kind of knew that they maybe needed to, to knock them out in regular. I mean, even, even 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 in 2013, when he was going up against the Spurs, they were down three games to two. They're down three one with the Cavs. That's probably the only time I've seen where LeBron has really lifted up those teammates and said, "We're gonna we're gonna grind through this." But it's not. It's very rare. Yeah, but when he faces adversity, he starts to complain and he loses faith in his teammates. And he did that in 2018 with the Cavs, and he did it the other night where you could look look on his body language like, oh, oh, I got fouled and I got you guys here, and I'm not gonna be able to do much else. No, but where? Yeah, I need. That's where we needed uh, the pissed off LeBron says, "Okay, give me the ball. Oh, I'm gonna take. I'm taking it out on scoring." That's what that's the LeBron in life in the team. Yes, that's the LeBron that we needed to see. Or what he did against the Pistons in the Palace the time he scored 27 straight with that 017. I think that's probably the only time, but other than that when when LeBron is facing the adversity, it kind of seems like he kind of his attitude changes on the court and that's why I just can't put him in the greatest of all time category. I just can't. You know, Magic had that pizzazz, Larry. You just could feel them. You know, they the, the, the teammates fed off their energy. You know, it's just like, you know, they got the belief. You can't, they can't mess with us. And the way I saw LeBron act last week, I was like, no. Over a simple foul call in a regular season game. Yeah, you got fouled. I mean, I'll agree. He got fouled. It was a call that was missed. But you've been playing basketball long enough to know that officials missed the calls. So he shouldn't have had that type of body language and shouldn't have had. And I think his effort kind of, you could tell it affected him. That stuff affected him. So that's why I can't call him the greatest. I think he's a bucket getter. I think he's got a bunch of assists. But there's a lot of players that can get you some stats and don't offer much else. David? Yeah, kind of at the end of the day, you know, thinking about, because you know, this debate's been happening. It's what we've seen on the court and his influence, kind of LeBron James, and kind of even with some of that longevity, using that like, hey, you know, I'm LeBron James. I'm supposed to get the foul call. Like we've seen that, you know, right? And they quite missed a bit of time. They missed it. I'll admit it. They missed the call. They missed it. It was a bad. It was a bad call. It was a bad no call. But that doesn't deter you from being listless in the overtime and just letting Boston take the game away from you. And, and yeah, that's what I, happened. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely going to be a long, obviously, conversation because he's going to break the record and then it's going to be, well, you know, LeBron James has done all the statistical stuff, but 
for and, and it's, again, it's generational for people who are you know middle school, high school age, college age. They see LeBron like all they've known is LeBron dominating the league. You know, all they know is you know taking my talents to South Beach, not one, not two, not three. You know, Cleveland, this is for you. Like all they've watched LeBron's even, trajectory even, in his you know, history, even. The, the the first championship with the Heat, it was just like he faced adversity. And I understand he was feeling like he was the villain and all that. But he didn't really elevate the team. And then I get it the last time around, that team was just, it was limping, limping into the into the finals. And they just couldn't do anything. But it always felt like Michael Jordan was kind of like, you know, and now we're getting things where people are trying to put a dent in, 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 in you get the recency bias from the media now and saying, well, Jordan played against an old, older Magic Johnson. That's why he won his first one. Or they're trying to discredit the Portland Trailblazers of the late 80s, early 90s. That was a really dynamic team. That's some really, uh, you know, a great player in Clyde Drexler. And then he has some really dynamic wings and point guards that they're trying to be like, oh, well, those guys weren't really good. Then he played a really high dynamic Phoenix Suns team. But, I mean, well, yeah, the uh, Charles Barkley, right. Kevin Johnson. Right, which looked like it was going to be mismatches everywhere. But but Jordan and Charles Barkley just talked about it up in the Smoke um up in smoke uh, podcast. He, he, you know, Barkley was the MVP that year, and he was probably yeah. arguably, arguably, arguably one A or one B to Michael as the best basketball player in the world that year. He came into camp in shape. He had did great leading score for the Dream Team that year. He had all the confidence. He had a great team, but Jordan elevated that team. Everybody around them to try to beat the Suns. And remember, they didn't even have home court advantage. And, you know, Paxson hits the three or whatever. So, yeah, I think they're calling even, in for... Uh, right, just, you could just pick it up. And then I don't know if they could... You can not put them on air, but you can put them on the line. So, that that's, that's where I, I think that's where it goes for me. There's just too many instances where uh, LeBron didn't really, I guess... To an extent, elevate his teammates. Okay, yeah, we're we're getting ready to wrap up here. Yeah, and like and to like to even since once you know the reason to see bias for people kind of yep, right there. Not on about air. Jordan. Not on air. I mean, if we're going to look at LeBron's that 2012 team where he won his first title, he was yeah. going, he you know up against Oklahoma City Thunder with you know that team barely hit puberty. Right. If we're going to talk about. They were young. You know, who he and, played up again. Right. And then that. So, and then the Bulls. And, and then think about it in 98, if you go back and look at the history, the Bulls team, they were getting old. Pippen back was out the last two games. He really was not playing with a Pippen that was at least 60%. Jordan had to elevate them to, to give their all to win that, you know, because in 98, that, that series could have went either way. You know, Jordan had to hit that shot to pretty much clinch. I think if Jordan doesn't hit that shot, Utah goes and wins that series in seven. I mean, once again, at the end of the three-piece, the, the teams were kind of deteriorating going down. So th- th- that that's what happened with that. I, 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 just, I just, to me, I, I think LeBron, great player, he'll get the, the stats, but I think people have to understand it's not always about all the stats all the time, you know. He's had a long career, been in the league since he was 18. 
he probably in a lot of statistical categories will be one or two. But to me, some of the antics that he did to me makes it that he is not the greatest of all time. I just think that, you know, even though, you know, he's been to 11 championships, granted, but he only got four rings out of it. I think if if he would have had a different attitude in a few of those championships, they probably would have won. I think they could have won in 18. I think they could have won in 2011. At least could have at least six out of 11, you know, because he couldn't be perfect. But nah, I, I think he'll have a great legacy, though. But I'm just one person. But I for me, he's not my goal. I'll, I'll always go with Jordan. And, 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 and I'm just giving you those are the type of characteristics that I've seen from Jordan. He could have been a jerk, could have been an asshole, whatever. And you could do the recency bias and try to you know, lean towards LeBron, but mm-mm. Frank, and then we'll wrap it up and then we'll get swinging on over to the guys in the sports department. Yep. I think, I mean, look, my, I like to stay out of who's the greatest ever. I just say you just appreciate it when you see it. Cause you never know when you're going to see somebody like that again. Touche. Yes. I will say that I always don't compare until the careers are over until it is written. Yes. That's what I would say. Yes, what, they, what those guys say on the other end? Yeah, they're just waiting to go on. Okay, they're doing a pregame show or yeah. something like that? Okay, so okay, we, okay, okay. So we'll, we'll wrap it up. Last thoughts, David. We'll get on out of here. Jordan Winner got locked down by J.J. Barreo. <laughs> the, 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 I'll buy that for a dollar. I'll buy it, yeah, the, with the prices right there. You're listening to 88.3 WGs. After further ado, what you got going on this weekend, David? Sorry, listening to Rocket back-to-back men and women as we can go two for zero this weekend over at Savage, mm-hmm. and then prepping for Super Bowl next weekend. That's right. We got the Pro Bowl. You gonna be watching that, Frank? Pro Bowl and NHL skills competitions. Uh, I'm working on Sunday, so I won't be watching. Mm. Uh, and once again, the NHL All Star Game is today. Yes, three o'clock. Okay, and it is on well, ABC Family. UPN. It's on ABC. Oh, ABC or UPN? U- UPN doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, it might be on Bally. Bally Sports Detroit. No, it's not. It's on. A- it's on ABC Channel 13 in Toledo. Channel 7 in Detroit. I the CW Network. I like it. See, I'm getting nowhere with this. I'm just joking with you, man. Or maybe it's on BCSN. I mean, it's BCSN. <laughs> but, you know, I will say, Beth, there's a possibility Bedford basketball could be on BCSN this next week. Congratulations to them. We'll talk about them next week. Well, David, have a good time on this weekend. All right. See you next week. Yep. That was the David, the man of God Harris here on 88.3 WXUT. Frank, are they still on the line? Yep. Yeah, I got them locked in. Okay. So once we go over, we'll pop them up but not yet frank we're getting on out of here what you got going on this weekend oh work on sunday uh, and then just kind of getting ready for next week in basketball we got ann arbor here on insulin coming in <laughs> it's gonna be two tough games season's winding down but we're winding up for women's basketball men's doubleheader here so for a presentation of 88.3 wg's after further review for frank and david i'm Derek. we'll see you we will see you same time, same place next week. This is 88.3 WGs. After further review, peace.